BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. From the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Friday edition of the program. Merely Bo and the great Z, who minutes before the show said, I can do anything with a spoon to the lovely Miss Kate when she was looking for a fork for you to eat your salad. They wrote a song about me. I believe it was Sound, was it Soundgarden? Spoon Man? <laughs> Great I believe you have song. that right. Yeah, that it's a good a poll out of you. Fantastic song. We really could. Why, the Let's best... go. The next level is next. Happy Friday. I'd love it. Tell me. It's beautiful I'll out there. I'll see you down the road. See you down the road. Yeah. The For um. Sure. The, you really the there really is the there they have them in some like I feel like on like some Swiss Army knives they have like the spoon fork combo. A spork. That's really all a you spork need. Spork is. That's all you need. That and, does it all. Like you don't need them both. It it solves the problems. In my mind, the spork was invented by Colonel Sanders because yep. my first introduction to a spork was with mashed potatoes from KFC as a child. Does anybody so else good. have that recollection? And it was so good. I haven't eaten it in, in probably 30, man, not 30, probably 25 years, 20 years. 20 like years. the KFC mashed potatoes and gravy Just situation? KFC, anything. Anything, yeah. That was my that was my hangover go to in college was the chicken strips with the mashed potatoes and gravy and then oddly a Mountain Dew which I don't I've never drank in any other scenario. It's but kind of for, show, big Mountain Dew guy. Some, of course he is. Of course he is. For some reason, when I at that time when I was in, if, if you'd have a hangover, that's what it would go with. Interesting. Route, so yeah. I tried last time I tried KFC. Was, sure, it's delicious. Had to be about two thousand and two. Okay. And. It had been a while since I'd had it prior to that. Like, I didn't eat any KFC in college. Yeah. And I recall that 
I paid a price for like a week thereafter, and my I decided that my innards were no longer receptive Not prepared. to what yeah. KFC was. What was I would bringing. say, also important to note that where you where you and I grew up, if you wanted fat fried chicken in a fast variety, that was the only option. So yet, when you moved to the South, which is not far off when I moved to the South, plethora of options. Tons. Popeyes, Churches, sure. Canes, all these all things. Guthrie's, they all came into, yeah. there was all sorts of fried chicken options. But in the, where I grew up, it was only KFC. Same. Like, if, I, if my grandma was making fried chicken, or that was it. I don't think I ever have had homemade fried chicken by, like, my parents growing up. I've had somebody else's fried chicken. has been is excellent, but... We would it's get a it. tough make, to it, be honest. Yeah. It's a tough make. Agreed. Really it hard. It out good. Yeah, it's hard. You can overcook it. The oil's got to be perfect. It's it's hard. It's a My, tough make. They used to like to get it. We would go to the water park, and we would bring KFC, yes. which would be cold by the time you ate it, but it was yeah, still fine. delicious. We would get, uh, at the time, at Thrifty's was like our local drugstore, and you could get like a six-pack of soda, or maybe it was at Lucky's, but you could get like a six-pack of soda for like... 30 cents that's right because it was some non-branded grape soda orange soda like it just yeah. told you what it was that's it cola cola that's all, it's all you it. needed that's to know need. I, okay for us it. it was shasta there was shasta. shasta that was a big deal we shasta were... was a plant their plant was in hayward there you go yeah so there right was, you'd see the shasta you did yeah. get everything whatever he, what do you need what flavor do you want exactly and green cheap. soda root beer cherry strawberry, strawberry grape orange strawberries of course you had a strawberry you kfc get your own sixer of of soda and uh, and then I, I remember we used to get like me and my friend that I would get to bring would get like five bucks of spending money and often my friend would just not spend it and pocket five bucks which was in retrospect smart <laughs> was 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 quite smart of him yeah. I envision you going to I think there's a lot of you in um, Bill S Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan to me your youth with with the yoke of Pedro and the like the the notion of you just want to have fun and be in a wild stallion. You're in California, San Dimas high rules. I don't know. Yeah. To me, it feels like there's a lot of parallels there. Which yeah. one's dad was the one who was always going to go to military camp? It was a Keanu Reeves character. I don't remember if he's Bill or Ted, but that that guy has a lot of Pedro vibes to me. Yes, strong, strong, strong like, Pedro vibes. Yeah. yeah, and also like uh, Pedro had some vibes, and I, maybe you're I, even. I could say that your dad might have had vibes of. Oh man, it was a Polly Shore movie where they were like on like a ranch, and he was gonna like marry the guy's daughter. Yeah, right. By the way, she never would have went for him. There's Not zero a chance. chance that that she brings no. that dude home and that they fall in love. No chance. He I has. Do remember that I movie, think yeah. one of the most inexplicable was it son-in-law. That's exactly what it was. Wasn't it that? I think it was that. Do you know exactly. what I'm talking about, Gibbe? Paulie Shore? Yeah. Son-in-law. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like that guy had some Pedro vibes to it, and I, I bet yeah. he could have a little a lot of old man yep. vibes. But he has one of the most inexplicable lucrative careers to me because he actually was hot for a while like Polly he was, was oh the weasel and all that business yeah and he was no man <clears throat> yeah he was juice he was a legitimate movie star star he was a um was he in biodome as well he was yeah he had four, three or four in a row he was he was mtv for a little while yeah he was mtv um in retrospect i just have to blame it on the era like we just weren't we were able lost. to fact check things the way that we needed to. We didn't have the critical they thinking. They were betting like Gibby. They're doing they were betting like Gibby betting. Yeah. A lot of people were made famous that shouldn't have we're been. We're going to put Polly Shore on like a ranch, on like a farm. Yeah. And have like a an attractive lady fall in love with him. And, and it's going to be a romantic comedy starring Polly Shore. That's right. With parents not approving. Duh.
No kidding. Until he wins them all over. Somehow. I don't remember the plot of it even. I, I, I want to say like it started as a ruse. Wasn't he like a buddy and it started as a ruse? Who knows? I think so. I feel like that's I can't how it say there have been a lot of watches. No, no, probably not. Yeah. Probably not a lot of watches. Um, hey, we had the uh, you had the NBA draft last night. I know you didn't. You watched it very closely. You were taking copious notes. Um, dialed in. D- dialed into it. Um, I paid attention to it because there were two Buckeyes who were going to go in the first round. Turns out only one did. Malachi Branham, St. Vincent, St. Mary went to the Spurs at number like 20. 20, right? Yeah. Oh, I did have that. Four or five spots lower than probably most people thought he would. I think he was maybe in play for the Cavs at 14, but they went Ochai Abaji, which makes a lot of sense. I think it fits probably better with what they're trying to do long-term and in the immediate term. That guy's good, right? He's really good. He was the MVP of the Final Four. Right. He actually fits in well with them because he's he's one of those guys. No, he's a, he's a wing, but he what he really is is he's – he like can float. He can tend to disappear and float a little bit in games. Like when watching Kansas play, and they won the national title, but I watched a lot of them this year. My middle son Beams, he loves them, so we watched a lot of their games. And there would be times where you'd be like, "Boy, is he even in this game?" Like he would just kind of disappear from time to time. But he's a really good defensive player. He shoots forty percent from three, and you can disappear on this team. They don't need somebody who needs the ball. No, they need someone who can catch and shoot off Garland's penetration. Yeah, so he'll fit really well. Um, with what they're trying to do. Um, and then the other kid from Ohio State was E.J. Liddell, and he ended up going in the second round. He fell all the way to 41. The big takeaway that I had, and I'm always I'm real, always a little bit hesitant to do this, but I it was really my – and I don't know how closely you watched it, Gibbe. I thought that the it was probably the worst produced draft show I've ever seen executed produced draft show i've ever seen worse and i bounced back and forth between the abc and espn model basically whenever one would annoy me i would go to the others they it's they were they were married to the rundown they would do these they had like these pre-produced cartoon bits and like actual news was happening and they wouldn't go to it woge tipped picks on tv like it's one thing if he twips and tips them on twitter he was picking them on tv so you you lost any sort of you know, surprise of who was going to be picked, and there actually was big surprise. Why ben, would he? Ben Carroll went first. I was shocked they let him do it. So that's crazy. But didn't he also yesterday morning tweet out that he tweeted out Jabari Davis was going first, was going first, and changed the odds completely on Jabari it flipped Davis everything. and on Banchero. Banchero, yeah, Paolo Banchero. Now here's the problem with that though, because I've heard a lot of people say, well, Orlando is trying to get people off the scent. They picked first. It doesn't matter if you're off their scent. I. 100% I re- agree. completely reject the notion. It's nonsense. And so it was it a collusion with sports pick- books? I think it's in play. Like I don't understand it. Because he was remember he was being wooed by sports books, but yeah, didn't I don't know. end up leaving. He swung the balance of it though. I mean, it, it went the guy that guy went to minus six sixty. Yes, but people were betting on it because it was a lock because Woj said it. Jabari Davis, and yeah. then it obviously he didn't go first overall, and apparently the books made like a killing, and people were. The, not what pleased. I did see, not on Twitter anyway. No, true. Not pleased. Well, this is something we're going to have to worry about in the sports book stuff in general, right? With these insiders, because they can flip odds. I mean, this played out yesterday. This is one of the fears of all of this. Is this part of it? Is this uh, is is going to be this inside inside information? Of course, it's always been there. It's just more out now than ever before. Um, I thought it. I thought like I'm not sure that 89 percent of the people. I'll tell you this. I'm not sure anybody not named Jay Billis on either of those two shows, watched a minute of college basketball. I watched the ESPN one, like Kendrick Perkins. No, no it, you, you it might works know on the NBA league, The Jump. But, but, yeah, that doesn't work on draft night. Mm-hmm. It was 
It was rough. And then, like, Stephen A. was doing stuff. But he, he was, was trying all, to do first take. Yeah, he was all upset about the Knicks. And Said I'm he's like, not going to Madison Square Garden. The whole country doesn't care, and the Knicks are a joke. Nobody outside in Manhattan cares about the Knicks. Correct. And have yeah, for 20 the years. Knicks are irrelevant. Yes, and have been for 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the other problem with it was is they were trying to do first take, but it's five minutes in between picks. There's yes. no time for it. So at one point on the ABC version, Nagande throws it to Kevin uh, to Stephen A. about Irving, and he starts going in this rant on Irving that lasts like two and a half minutes. Jalen Rose, because he's in first take world now, he's ready to rebut what Stephen A. has to say. He says like six phrases, and then they have to interrupt him because somebody else is picking. I, it was just – it was off. It was bad. I, it was I bad. Thought, I thought, I thought all it was bad. of it was not good. And I'm, I acknowledge it's really hard to do live television, live radio. All of it's really hard. But it just felt like – and I think the people did the best they could in the circumstances, but it felt like, to me, one of those shows should have been from a college perspective. Here are people who've covered college basketball. They'd get Franchilla on there, and he could do, like, the European guys and all that. One show that does that, and the other one does it from the NBA perspective. So that way, whatever you want, you're covered. It felt like neither one knew what they were doing, and there was nobody outside they of Billis. They tried to mix everything. Yes, and there was nobody outside of Billis who knew what any, any of these guys are. It, you could see the frustration in Billis as the yes. night went on. So how could they like, be on, put okay. on this show? How can you not do the I think that the they work? just did, like, the jump. Like, they were trying to do the jump on the NBA draft. And the host, Malika Andrews, I believe is her name, uh, she did a fine job, but like she was doing a different show. She wasn't doing a draft show. She was trying to do the jump. It was all NBA. Like she would ask Billis stuff like, well, does this like they'd be at the end of the first round or the middle of the first round. And she'd be like, give me the guy that puts him over the top. And Billis is like, well, they're not really that close. Like this isn't going to put him over the top. It's a piece. Yeah. You know, like he was trying to be a good teammate, but it was just tough. It was tough watch. Well, in so. I, I don't know. It, the NBA draft used to be a ton of fun. I think we touched on this yesterday. And it's yeah. gotten to the point now where, like, you've got guys you know nothing about. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, who? What What can he do? And it, I feel like if you're not, like, top five, there's a chance that you don't have any idea who any of these guys are. You know? No, you're, I mean, even the guys. Guy, even... If you get drafted in your market, but. Yeah, I mean, the three guys, so Jabari Smith went three. They had all the nodes that he was going to go one. And then two was Chet Holmgren, and, th- and one was Ben Caro. And, I mean, they were all, they're all one-and-done dudes, obviously. that's It's been 13 straight years of this, freshman yeah. going first overall. Um, but really, in terms of guys that you would have seen a lot, really only Ben Caro. You know, because, I mean, Auburn was really good this year, but you'd have to seek out Auburn a little bit. And Gonzaga is really good, but you saw them early and then you saw them late, so you lose them in between because they play in the West Coast Conference. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of that's it, it was fine. I like the the Abaji pick for the Cavs. I, I thought it was great. Make make a pick that helps you this year. I I don't 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 give me a project that you got to wait two or three years on. This guy can shoot the ball. He makes plays. Mm-hmm. He was smart enough to come back. Realize last year that he probably wasn't going to – he came back to improve his draft stock. He did that. He works hard. Uh, I was listening to Bill Self last night. Self was – someone asked if, like, he'd reached his ceiling already, and Self was basically like, that's BS. Yeah. Like, th- this kid can work. This kid puts in the work and the time. Well, that's what happened with E.J. Liddell, the kid from Ohio State. That's why he fell, because people feel like he's a finished product. So, like, the Cavs took two guys that are they're just going to stash because they don't have enough roster spots. And that happened – 
toward in the second round that happened at the end of the first round and the start of the second where it was like, you know, let's roll the dice on a seven footer and see if we find something here. So, yeah. by the way, if you ever if you needed more proof about how basketball has changed, the first three picks were all six ten or taller. All of them are perimeter players. Yep, Isn't that something. Yep, like you get a ball in a kid's hand who's tall when they're seven and shoot they shoot the basketball. Shoot the basketball. That's it. Shoot it. Don't Knock play it down. with your back to the basket, just because you're taller and drops that people because that doesn't. You need to develop skills. When we were young, though, that's what it was. That's what like the big kids, the big did, kids yeah. did. You're yeah. a big, you go down there. Yeah. Bigs down here, guards here, and that was it. Yeah. And the bigs would go, and they'd work on post moves. And now there's – I don't know if it'll ever reverberate back to that. I mean, you think of the guys who won the MVP or in the MVP conversation, Embiid, Jokic, like they're bigs. Who can all great, shoot it. Right. But they're all – But they're also, there's a, there is a way for those guys to dominate on the block, too. Like Embiid can do that. So, anyway. It was good. In in the in that it was entertaining. Teams, though, I like it. It's a kind of the NFL, right? A team will gladly let you pound the ball on the block and make twos because you have to go three out of five, yes. and they have to go two out of five shooting threes, and they're you know not necessarily fruitful possessions, and it's hard to keep up. Just like in the NFL, teams are happy to let a team run the ball. They're just not going to let them throw the ball and make big plays on them. So it's kind of similar in that regard in terms of you want spacing, mm-hmm. you want speed, you want score, high scoring, big plays. Big plays in the NBA are threes. In football, it's the chunk plays. It's it's the same thing. Same thing, yeah. Um, this is your last show before a, a, a long stint, a good run out of you where you're going to be out. Well-deserved well, yeah. break. Thank you. Um, and um, if you were to give me a percentage of you that I will get today, What's that going to be at? Are you? Is the car started? Are you? You got a foot out the door? Are you ready to kick to the I next level? Spoon man in the first minute of the show. You're getting a hundred percent of me. You're getting everything. One big. I'm a. I'm a like leave it all on. the You leave it all on I'm the court getting... guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, leave it can, all on the court but guy. He's got obligations when we're done. Oh, you have oh. Gibligations. Gibligations at the end of the program. Well. I could have done it before, but there was a big. There was a big accident on the 480 bridge. Oh, you hate to – that stinks. Like, yeah, hopefully everybody's yeah. okay. I have no That's information brutal. about it, but I know yeah. that it And was... you know, I told them, 20 minutes. Yeah, well, yeah it'll be 20. You're very, you good on, you're very good on your time gauges. When you say 20, it means 20. It does. Yeah, it's never 40. No. No, never. Mm-mm. Not at all. That's why we love them. Yep, that's right. Um, look, I'm going to be very candid with you guys out there. There's not a whole lot in the NFL. No, oh, the NFL has gone to bed. It's the nothing. NFL is There's nothing there. Absolutely. It ain't there. It's quiet. It's over. There is absolutely nothing there. So we're going to have a little fun on the program. No, I don't think so. No. I think we're going to have a lot of fun on the program. Yeah, we'll have a lot of fun. We need, it's to, a, uh, we it's need a, to have some fun. Yeah, they need a little joy for the people. It is a CBD, CBD mailbag day. Tweet the questions at Browns underscore daily. Anything with Meckling, let's go. Using the hashtag AskCBD. We'll get to as many as we can. Uh, we'll. I mean, honestly, we're going to do that at 2.30. Let's do it at 2.05 and do it for 55 minutes and call it a day. Fun. Next level's next. We could make a run. At that I might do that. Like. Do like a 50-minute yep. CBD. Here on a Friday edition, we're off and running. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. My friends, the Bath Authority can give you that bathroom of your dreams. You can transform your current bath into a custom bath. It'll feel like a spa by the time they're done with it. It'll take them about a day to get it done. Let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you. They can do it cheaper than anybody else in town, a fraction of the cost. In fact, the Bath Authority is Cleveland's premier bath and shower remodeler, expert factory trained installers. Give a call now, 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. Simply put, it's where affordability meets quality superior products expert installers whatever bath project you need it done they can get it done for you tub to shower conversions yep they'll take care of you at 216-220-8399 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel at thebathauthority.com do you know um have i given you guys my i'm pretty sure i've shared my my theory on you it's one i don't have a lot of things that i can that i'll be able to lay my head at night and sleep and say boy that's that's an original thing that i came up with all on my own but one of them that i think i maybe did is the notion that the mannings all have the same tailor i i was gonna bring this picture up to you it's outrageous i mean am i wrong it it is outrageous this, this occurred to me couple years ago three or four years ago yeah where i started to see images of it was after peyton retired and it might have been right after eli retired where i started to see them pictured together and they always were wearing the exact same outfit different variations of the same outfit like to this point now we i i know the manning outfit it's well known it is a five pocket pant not a jean but a five pocket pant and it's a quarter zip or it's a quarter zip so that's the winter outfit. That's what they wear in the winter. Their summer outfit is khaki shorts, usually a two-button polo shirt. My guess is the shoes are boat shoes. For sure. So this image, so Arch Manning committed to Texas two days ago. I see an image that Eli Manning tweets out of their whole family enjoying the best, feels like probably his commitment that he's going to do this. We're all going to get together, all the boys. The Manning boys are going to get together. And they are all wearing the same outfit. Khaki shorts, brown belts with some type of adornment, whether it's an American flag, an Ole Miss, something on all of them. They all have that. It looks like maybe there's a a T on on arches. Polo shirts with a – we've got a variety, but we have three solids, three stripes, all with a logo right on the the vest. So apparently all of those are ultra-exclusive golf clubs that they all belong to. Of course they are. As they would be. So there was one in Long Island that Eli – New Orleans Country Club, like the Country Club of North Country, Country Club of North Carolina is one of them, and then like Castle Rock for Denver, where uh, Peyton lives. Oh boy, Castle Rock. Yeah. yeah. So that's the, that's what those all represent. So that picture is that not unreal though? It's un- also probably same barbers. Unbelievable. Yeah. There's. It's. It, <laughs> I laughed out loud, and I knew that you of all people would probably like that more than anybody. It is. It's sensational. It's so on brand. It goes beyond. It goes even to their formal wear. They 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 are they don't wear suits. They wear sport coats and pants. Yep. Um, I've the sport, seen it. You've seen it. The sport coats always have some fleck of baby blue in them. A lot of times they will go with a copper or a rust. It's usually browns, and they'll always have a fl- some baby blue in the in the in the sport coat. Absolutely. Um, it's the same outfit. For all of them, all the time. And my theory is there's one haberdashery in New Orleans that they get everything from. My hunch is that everything that they get is custom. 
It's all done by them. They have all their measurements on standby. Oh yeah. Here's your fleet of quarter zips for the winter. Here's your fleet of pant for the for the winter. Uh, here's your khaki shorts for the summer. Buy your own golf shirts. You guys can handle that. That's my hunch on how it goes. I, I don't think you're wrong. It, it was a. It's just a. It's, it's a, amazing. It's Look, an unreal like, picture. It's an unreal it's picture. Amazing. I just think it's so crazy. It's so cool too that like, as a, you know, your father son, father of three sons, like, in you, you want your kids, after you get through all the parenting part of it, like you want them to think you're cool. And the idea that, like, three generations all adore Archie Manning to the point that they all mimic his We're dress. We're going to dress like you. Forever. Yeah. I mean, these are high school kids dressing like their grandpa. Like, and I would – that would not have happened with me. And no. it will not happen. Bryce will not be dressing like Pedro. Like Pedro, not no. the cards. And Arden will not be dressing like Nana. Absolutely not. It was amazing. Yeah. It's really – It's a stunning – Really quite good. It's a stunning thing. Stunning yeah. thing. Um. By the way, real quick, just some more nonsense silliness. It was really great down at the East Bank of the Flats. That's a really cool area of Cleveland. It obviously. is. I've been of there in a long time. Uh, and there are new ones that have opened up right on the water. And, and it's one of those things that makes you, on a day like yesterday when we're down there, 77 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, and you say to yourself, boy, if we could just have this like nine months out of the year, this place would be, it would be really hard to have any issue with it whatsoever yeah if we had that weather that we had yesterday 75 sunny on the water on the water yeah, yeah there's just so much there's so much going on positive yeah you know that you'd be like this place could really have be on something special but anyway went out celebrate the good dr pete Aziz's birthday last night and i gotta give a quick shout out to town hall they took great care of us and that's obviously it's the one place in cleveland that is always packed there's always it's just it's it's a cool place like yeah flat out. great food great drinks great atmosphere cool people and so we we uh, stopped in there and, and had they were they were wonderful to us and it was it was awesome so shout out to town hall thank you i've not been oh man you have to that's the place like honest to goodness when people come in and they say you know we want to where do you where should we you know go out or get a meal that we can hang out in a place with a cool vibe town hall is always that's the I one do send people yeah. to yeah. yeah have not it's great yeah so that's very good um all right, this is Gibby's today's meaningless power rankings because it's June after all. Maybe vetted, maybe not. Those are his words, not mine. That means not. Adam Shine, NFL.com. By the way, if you want to do an example of a human whose voice doesn't match his appearance, he's number one on my list. I used to work with him on that other what, did you, that other pregame show. For the show. first time you saw him, were you? did it make sense? No, yeah. absolutely not. Not one bit, not one bit. And, and we could do a podcast with Pedro's take on the whole oh situation. he had he has, oh. he has a take oh he, as if he does he have a take he's got oh my god i can't believe pedro's a take oh he's got takes he's got big takes on that one that's great yeah so he ranked the nfl divisions by quarterback i don't really care what he did let's you and i do it right now yep afc west one yep afc north two afc north um NFC West. West, although it's it's heavy at the boy. Top. Yeah, that is that. That NFC Nest one got a, that. I'm not ready for that. Not yet. ready for that. I'm either. not ready for that yet. Now that we that used to be, right. we were so used to it. Now it gets interesting. Let's go to the bottom. AFC South. AFC. Although South AFC South versus, is that even the bottom? I, I was just going to say, hold on a second, because you also have the NFC South in the bottom. But you got Brady. Then you, you have Carolina. You have Winston. So it's, right now it's Darnold, Winston. Mariota, I think it's the NFC South. Okay, so there. I mean, it's Brady, AFC and then South it's is, big. Is Mills, Lawrence, Tannehill, Matt Ryan now? That's better. 
Yeah. AFC East is Allen, it's definitely Wilson, not. Tua, Mac Jones. NFC East is Dak Prescott, Danny Dimes, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Wentz. and Wentz. That's down low. I might put that at the bottom. It definitely doesn't have, do have the have ceiling. Left. It doesn't have the. Ce- I think you probably are right because at least with Brady, he elevates. Brady elevates. He elevates the rest of the NFC South, and NF- Dak is the best you're doing in the NFC East. NFC North. Cousins, Rogers, Rogers Fields, Goff. That's actually might. That might be one that's in conversation here in the middle. It's that, I think the AFC West and the AFC North are clearly the cream of the crop. Yeah, I think I you could, I could I would be I think you could do NFC North third. Rogers is elite. Yeah, Cousins and Goff are more than respectable. Okay, and Fields is high potential. Yeah, Seattle's not having a fourth. They don't have a guy. They don't have anybody, and you would have and Lance Stafford, is Lance, Lance is more unlo- unknown than Fields. I, I don't have, know if that's good or bad. I would have Stafford is below Rogers. Yeah. What about so Murray versus the other? All right. What about of, Allen? Tua Wilson and and Jones. And Jones. I think it's the NFC North is third now. It's AFC North. It's either NFC North or it's NFC West. The AFC South actually might not be that bad. And I think AFC South would come in next. I would go. Mine would go NFC North. Okay. And then I would go four. I would go NFC West. What about? I think you got to get the fifth. A- I would go AFC East, or no AFC South fifth. AFC South fifth. Or NFC South. I just don't think the NFC South with Brady. It's just Brady. The strength but, yeah. of Brady. The rest of it's really bad. Mariota, Winston, Darnold is yeah. bad. The other three are as bad a situations as you're going to find. So the it's NFC Brady East, we're going to say, is the worst? Dak, Wentz, Dak, Hurts, Wentz, Hurts, and Dimes. I mean, it's it's It, it it's might a, be it's the all, NFC South. I think it, my hunch was NFC South. It's just yeah. how much can Brady lift. But the other three, it's pretty bad. It's tough. It's interesting that the AFC West and AFC North are in They've there. completely separated. And, and the it, AFC West is in its own category. AFC North is in its own category. Yes. And then it's a bunch of similar, like... Third's ninth in this case. Yes. The The NFC West, the, the flopping of Russ took away the parity of it because it was yep. a three-horse competition. Yep. And then that changed it. You know, that absolutely changed it. And we vaulted. I mean, it, it, we, we basically stayed where we were. Watson upgrade over Mayfield. Roethlisberger though leaves, and you get whatever they're going to do there. Sure. At quarterback. Sure. So that's that's kind of where that stands. But yeah, the NFC. I think it is the NFC South. It's bad, and there's not a. the The future plan in the NFC South is Atlanta's be really bad, and maybe you can dress C.J. Stroud. Exactly. That's the plan. Yep. Because there's no real plan in Carolina. They tried everything. They tried for two years to get Watson. So, and there's no, who knows what happens with Brady. Remember, they almost didn't have Brady. Yeah. If he could have had his way, he'd have been in Miami. Right. Which would have helped that. And, Alan and how many Brady. years did Winston sign up for? I think two. Just two short. And they tried, they wanted Watson too, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Man, the I NFC think, I don't think anybody is cemented there except for Brady, but. Well, right. And it feels like he's cemented for one more one year. year. All right, yep. let's see. Well, let's, I'm going to scroll down, and I'll give it. Are you looking at the article? Cause I no. Can give, all right, gonna, so we'll start at the bottom. He has the NFC East at the bottom, which is what 
they were in the conversation. That's where we had them, right? Or do we have the south? Them or the south. I think we landed on the south. So that's east, south, seventh. AFC South 6th, which is what we had. We had the AFC East 5th. AFC East 5th. NFC North 4th. NFC West 3rd. Yeah. AFC North. Yep. AFC West. I don't know why he doesn't, on the NFC West, you know, because he's got, if there's two quarterbacks in the mix, he has a slash. There's no slash in Garoppolo for the 49ers. I just don't. Because it feels like he's over, and they're already, according to to Pedro, they are full. Like all of a sudden, it's a Lance Love Fest. Well, where are they? Well, he would know. He's but our 49ers insider. What do they do with Garoppolo? They're gonna trade him to somebody. Where? I don't know. They they may have to cut him. Or Gee, take on Mr. the money. Spicoli, I don't know. <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna write it on my class for all my classes to enjoy. Write it on the board. What pompous. So he was Mr. Han was so, so great. Good. So great. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll go around the league coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Picard trucker motorcycle accident caused you injury. Call the injury lawyers at 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk is a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. As we go around the league, Alvin Kamara's camp expecting at least a six-game suspension for what? What is? I don't even remember what he's in trouble for. He Vegas. Oh, was he a Is Vegas that what it guy? is? What happened in Vegas? I believe so. I don't so. remember that at all. I don't remember him in trouble. It was right after the Pro Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. I thought was he there an incident? A, did he have a PED too? No, it was. Oh, he got in a fight. Yeah, he got in a fight with a dude for after allegedly breaking a man's eye socket during a six game six game ban. Six games. Yeah, it was Las huh? Vegas Hotel Pro 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 Bowl week. I remember that. Six games for a fight, huh? Seems excessive. Oh, there's more to it, though. Him and three other men, allegedly, beat up a dude. So there it's you go. A viol- it was it's a, a violent act. A crime, yeah? Yeah, was a crime, yep. So it could be six games there. I don't believe this for a second. Tyreek Hill saying he got death threats after his comments about Patrick Mahomes? I don't believe that. You can't – here's the deal – you can't say that some idiot on Twitter who's a bot or has eight followers gives you a death threat. That's not a real death threat. Okay? It's nonsense. It's Twitter nonsense. Like, if you're going to go through every mention, yeah, then you're going to find some idiots who are going to say some things to get attention, for sure. Sure. But, like, come on. we got to have to have some. There's no way anybody rational out there is, it did that. I don't, I don't buy that in any way, shape, or form. I hope not. Yeah, there's no I – don't, I, don't, I don't buy that. Let's I thought it was weird what he said. Let me tell you something. To say that in the world we live in today, I'd buy valid. anything. I guess it's valid. That part's valid, yeah. I would buy absolutely anything. Yeah. I did think the timing of what he said was strange. It was weird to say it. Yeah. Yeah. It was an odd comment. I can't believe that people are that protective over Patrick Mahomes, though. Like, doesn't everybody know he's great? It just seemed like more of a silly thing to say than anything else. Agreed. Yeah. 
Gibbe says we were talking yesterday about the all-time tight end list. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Gronk's right. retired. And he delivered to Athlon's top 25 tight ends of all time. He's printed it out for you. This is Athlon's list? Yep. yep. From 25 to 1, kids. I mean, I wouldn't try to do that, but if I was to do my yeah, top just... four of all time off the top of my head. Without like, looking, top five? Yeah, mine. Well, what do you – yeah, it's hard. I, I think you have to acknowledge how much the game is different and what the tight ends do is different. You know, I came up with six that I feel like in their are in their own stratosphere. Like in my mind's eye, when I was a a wee lad, I would have had I thought that seemed like the best two tight ends in football. Um, in the AFC, it was Kellen Winslow and Ozzie Newsome. Yep, I have those two on there. Um, and then it felt like it felt like Dwight Clark was really good, but and I don't know if receiver. he was. Was he? Yeah. For some reason, it felt like he was a tight end. No. Okay. Russ Francis was the tight end. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, of your youth. Come on. Yeah, my youth. You think I would know that? And then, like, Novacek was always around a little bit. Novacek, yeah, Brent not, Jones, but I don't know that they were no, great. No. They were just good guys. Mark Bavaro had a heck of a run with the Giants in there. Sure. Um, but most of them are the, are the new guys. Mostly it's Antonio Gates. It's Tony Gonzalez. Gronk. Gronk. And Shannon Sharp. Those six, to me, are in their own class. Yeah, it feels like Kelsey's close to that class. He's on his he, – and then and yeah. Kittle. Like those two way. guys both feel like they're right there. Kittle's got a long way to but go. But Kelsey's in Kelsey's it. feels like Kelsey life. might be it, might be in that group now. Ultimately. I mean, he feels like he's yeah. a gold jacket right now. Absolutely. That's fair. Is that a fair statement? I think so. The Travis Kelsey's a gold jacket. So let's take a look at – let's take a look at his accolades here real quickly, shall we? I mean, he's certainly the best in the league today by a rather wide margin. Kelsey – Started in the league in 2013. No. Three-time first-team All-Pro, three-time second-team All-Pro. Seven-time Pro Bowler, Seven all-decade team. Yeah, he's already off. So he misses his first year. Since then, he has played 2014, 862 and 5, 875 and 5 Pro Bowl, 1125 and 4 All-Pro, 1038 and 8 Pro Bowl, 1336 and 10 All-Pro, 1229 and 5, 1416 and 11 All-Pro, 11:25 and nine last year. Yeah, there's absolutely he's on his way to the to the Hoff, no doubt. Yep, three time first team All Pro, three times second. Um, you know he's already has more Pro Bowls than Gronk. It doesn't surprise me. Gronk has five. Gronk was a four time first team All Pro at tight end. Um, Kelsey, it says right now is is well on his way to being a hall of fame according to the pro football i think right now he's done like if he shut it down right now he's in absolutely agree yeah it's good enough to be yeah so he's in there's seven so there's seven so he's in the mix he's in the mix when you look at all right that was that's my off the top i like all right so let's go in there all right he's got tells kelsey 10 he's got number one tony gonzalez six-time first team all pro 14-time pro bowler already in the hall of fame 1,325 catches, 1,527 yards, 15,000, I'm sorry, 127 yards, 111 touchdowns. Gates is second. Gates, three-time first-team All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowler. So, yeah, Kelsey's right there. He had 1,184 yards and 116 touchdowns. So, Kelsey right now is at 9,006 yards and 57 now, Gates was in from 2003 to 2018, so that would mean Kelsey would play to 2028 for similar stats, and he would Good surpa- he would surpass him quickly. Really quickly, just to give proper respect on Tony Gonzalez, would you have had 14-time Pro Bowler? No, that's insane. 
Six-time first-team All-Pro. And he was in the league. Fourteen-time. It looks Pro like Bowl? sixteen seasons in the league. And 14. fourteen of them, he was all. He was Pro Bowl. He's totally. He, I mean, I mean he's, he's a dude for sure. But I didn't. I wouldn't have had it that dominant. Oh yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I mean, that would have been at the height of your fantasy football power. Oh, so that's probably yeah. yeah why you were really dialed into him. I yeah, that's an incredible. Yeah, that's a stunning level of pretty incredible. He made it, so he played 17 years in the league. He was first-team All-Pro at age 36 in his 16th season. 93 Sheesh. catches, 930 yards, 8 touchdowns Yeah, with Atlanta. Gronk, they have third, four-time first-team All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler. Again, Gronk did it in such a short period of time. 100, 143 games for Gronk. Here's something that will be an interesting comparison. 143 career games for Gronk. 9,286 yards, 15 yards a catch. 92 touchdowns in 143 games. For comparison's sake, Kelsey, 127 games, 9,006 yards receiving, which means he will surpass him at 143 pretty easily, 57 touchdowns. So he would have to get 45 touchdowns in his next – no, 35 touchdowns, I'm sorry, in his next 16 games. 35 touchdowns in his next 16 games to match Gronk's touchdown production. Well, the other thing with Gronk is he has all the moments. Huge. He's got all the moments. I mean, he's got all the Super Clutch. Bowl catches. He's he's the most dominant offensive teammate of Tom Brady's life. And yep. so they are yep. hand in hand in any of it going yep. forward. Um, Shannon Sharp, he's got fourth, four-time first-team All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowler, 815 catches, 10,060 yards, 60 touchdowns in 200 games. Kelsey's already, but again, different era. Yeah. But Kelsey is smashing him from on those numbers. Fifth, Winslow. 109 games, 541 catches, 6,741 yards, 45 touchdowns, three-time first-team All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler, already a, a hall, uh, hall of Famer. In the Hoff. Yep. In the Hoff. Newsom, one-time first-team All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowler. At six. In the Hall of Fame, obviously. I wonder if they didn't do first-team, second-team All-Pro in those days. Just as one-time Pro All-Pro, first-team in 1984. Yeah, I wonder if they didn't do... Ditka, Ditka, two-time first-team All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler, 158 games, 5,812 yards, 43 touchdowns, still holds the record for most receiving yards in a, in a season by a rookie tight end, which his, is a stunning thing. I was just going to say, that record of his is really hard to wrap your head around. Pitts had With, a chance to break it. That Pitts had a chance to break it. Like how – that he probably did it in 12 games. And forever ago. And forever ago, and somehow that – holds is pretty wild it is stunning and probably one of the most shocking things it holds so they've got john Mackey eighth and this is going way back three-time first team all pro pro bowler hoff different era hard to compare his numbers but uh only missed one game in his 10-year career the john Mackey award is given to the best tight end in college football annually so it's named after him so you gotta imagine he was probably pretty impressive the fact that witten is ahead of of kelsey's crazy to me Witten, two-time first-team All-Pro, 11-time Pro Bowler, 239 games, 13,000 yards, 74 touchdowns. Old-school tight end, good. But Kelsey, to me, I mean, already three-time first-team All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler. He's going to be – he's going to go – as he says, he'll continue to go up the list. So that's his top ten. Dave Casper was a big deal when I was growing up. Four-time first-team All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler. Pretty good. Premier tight end in football in the 70s. Like, four-time first-team All-Pro. Yeah, me, it's a big deal. That's better than Witten at two, Ditka at two, 
Ozzy at one. I mean, it's also gotta... a it's also a position where they only have one on the All Pro, right? As opposed to linebackers or tackles or everything else. I mean, yeah. that's why being first team All Pro quarterback, being first team All Pro tight end, it's one guy. Yeah, that's it. Greg Olson never first team All Pro, three time Pro Bowler. I would that surprised me. I would have thought he might have had a, a first team All Pro in there at some point. How about the fact that we have is is it true that currently in the NFL we have at least two guys currently playing that are in the that have the potential to be considered the best of all time at the position in Kelsey and Donald is there one more that I that I, that could be based on where they are like are on a trajectory for that Donald definitely is and Kelsey's I mean it's it's he's as accomplished Brady. as anyone to ever play it Brady. Brady's is yeah for sure um he's in that too it's hard to believe that yeah but he's still obviously he is that and he's 45 and still playing somehow I mean there are guys that probably feel like they've got the potential to ultimately get there you know I, I know that Miles wants to get there as sure the most dominant you know edge of all time that's a big you got to go though hill to climb I mean, you got to start stacking defensive player of the years yes. 22 stacks he's like yeah you got to that that Watt run JJ Watt had is the one you got to have and JJ Watt's a guy that and he was but would, then was his body defied him and yeah that was the end of that I mean, it's hard i mean i can't imagine anybody at receiver breaking into the randy jerry conversation no calvin johnson no yeah. i mean julio is is elite and it'll be a half but yeah. never on their level not on their level he's not in no. the big you're talking about guys that would be in the greatest nfl game ever. greatest greatest game of all time greatest team of all time that's a tough club to break into this league's been around a long time yeah it's a really tough club to break into Brady it's rare that people it. are Brady's in it Donald's in it Kelsey's close if Kelsey, he's not, Kelsey's probably he's at least on the trajectory to well, be if you think on a 53 there's gonna be three tight ends on the but roster, even if you just did in. like a starting 22 Kelsey's so, approaching the conversation starting 44 yeah so he would be in the conversation he would be in the he'd be in the conversation he probably Donald wouldn't would, get in but he'd be in the conversation but he's close yeah a couple more years sure and he's got Mahomes. Don you know Donald feels like he would be yep Donald would, of course, Donald's playing in that game. Yeah. Um, I mean, and now you're just kind of like, you're stretching a little bit, but, you know, does Jalen Ramsey with 10 more years get, at least in the conversation? Yeah, you he's have to, not, who's laying the groundwork for right. those type of seats? Like, Mahomes is laying the groundwork. Mahomes, groundwork, Ramsey, groundwork. Derrick Henry, I don't think gets in that. No when way. You think about, you know, no, Adrian Brown, Peterson, Adrian even Peterson, before you get to Walter, Walter Payton, Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Yeah, no, like, Jim no. Brown. There's, I don't see that. I don't think any of the receivers can break through. Um, corner, that's brutal. Like breaking into the Deion Sanders, Rod Woodson, like that night, night train, train lane. lane, those guys, Ronnie Lott at safety, like that yeah. group, yeah. Ed Reed at safety. That yeah. feels impossible. Linebacker feels impossible to break through that, right? With who's Ray there, Lewis or Singletary, right? Right. right. There's nobody, especially the way there. the game's going, yeah. Be hard. Those will feel like those guys will have that for a very, very long time. And then it's it's that's not my area of expertise on the offensive line per se, but you'd think like the Hoff would be in that conversation. Yes, he'd be think, in that game. I, think, I think. I don't think Trent Williams is approaching that not game yet. of the Hoff Munoz Orlando Pace discussion. Mm -mm. No, I don't think so. I don't think he's there yet. You know, in the interior. I mean, you're talking just off the top That's of my tough. head. There's a lot of yeah. There are a lot of really. That's good hard guards. to get into that. Hard yeah. to get in that the center conversation. It's 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 a tough thing to get into. You mm -hmm. have to be that dominant. I think JJ Watt. If we had done this five years ago, you'd say JJ Watt's he's on headed his there path to be in that game. And and his resume still remains very impressive. And I think people maybe I think people forget, forget 
So J.J. Watt, five-time first-team All-Pro, three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. I mean, he's a gold jacket. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, it's just his career has fallen off of a cliff. He has five seasons, and he was first-team All-Pro in all of those. He had one with 20 and a half, two with 20 and a half, one with 17 and a half, one with 16, one 10 and a half, and then every other season, the other seasons he's been in the league, never had more than five and a half. So he, 2012, 13, 14, 15, four straight years, first-team All-Pro, three-time Defensive Player of the Year in a four-year run, led the league in sacks twice and tackles for loss three times. Like, that is, is from a four-year stretch, maybe as dominant as anybody. Like, did Donald even have a four-year period where he was three-time Defensive Player of the Year? And maybe he did. Yeah, I think he's he would be in that so, group. He even has a little bit more longevity. He did have – he's got, first of all, Donald has seven straight first-team All-Pros. He has had – he does have a stretch of three Defensive Player of the Years out of four, 17, 18, and 20. So he didn't win it the last two years? He, he didn't did. win it in 2021. He won it in 20. He oh, didn't win it in 19. It. He won it in 18 and 17. I wonder who beat him but in he 19. But he only has one season of more than 14 sacks, and Watt had three or four. Four. 20 and a half, 20 and a half, 17 and a half, and 16. Yeah. I mean, the, if you start Watt to go into there. Watt would go on the edge sometimes, too. Like, I mean, it was, you know, Donald's in the middle. It's hard to say. And, and, Again, three, four big ends, but yeah. so let's say, for example, Reggie White, eight-time first-team All-Pro, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, two seasons with more than six or three seasons with more than sixteen sacks, four seasons, one with sixteen, eighteen, twenty-one, eighteen. JJ Watt, if you were to say, give at the peak of their powers that four-year run, he would be in that game. Yeah, that four-year for sure. run's as good as anybody's, as anyone's ever had. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we haven't seen – I mean, the last corner we saw that would be in the discussion for that game would be Revis. Right? Yeah, yeah. Ramsey's approaching that now, but he's got a long way he's to go. He's got a long way to go. Yeah, he's got a long way to go. Yeah, for sure. Let's see. I mean, we had a great – there were a great run of safeties that were in that mix, from Ed Reed to Paul Amala. Like, there were several of those guys that were, you know, dynamic, dynamic players at safety. So, Revis, four-time – yeah, Paul Amala would be in the discussion. Four-time first-team All-Pro for Darrell Revis. I think you'd be so, – I, be, I bet you Rod Woodson has a lot more than people realize. Oh, Rod Woodson. Yeah, three times for lot. Ramsey. And Rod Woodson gives you that, you know, he can be like a corner Charles safety. Woodson would probably be in Charles that Woodson's in, the game. in that game for sure. Rod Woodson, six-time All-Pro. Yeah. Chucky Wood. Let's see. He was also Defensive Player of the Year. My gosh, Woodson was nine-time All-Pro. Yeah, Six Charles time, Woodson's in the game. Rod Woodson was six-time first team, three-time second team, and defensive player of the year. All right. Rod Woodson. Chucky he's, Wood. He's starting. Chucky Wood, only three-time first team All-Pro. He was one, two, three, four-time second team All-Pro, was a defensive player of the year in 2009, was the defensive rookie of the year as well. Yeah, Rod, it's tough, man. It is, so, it is tough. I said nine for Rod Woodson's resume is actually better than Ed Reed's by one all pro. Ed Reed's ridiculous. He's got five first team, three second teams, and a defensive player of the year. Woodson's got six first team, three second teams, and a defensive player of the year. So Rod wow. Woodson's resume is actually better than Ed Reed's. Yeah. Troy Palomalu, four first teams, one, two second teams, and a defensive player of the year in 2010. You got to have that DPOY. You know, to be in that mix. 
I'm curious because in my mind's eye, Deion Sanders was this all the time. Yeah, it's pretty good. His is similar. So he's got he's the same as Ed Reed. He's got six first team All Pros, um, two second team All Pros, and NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 1994. So his one year in San Francisco. Lot has six first teams, two seconds. He's been top five in Defensive Player of the Year, but never won it. He's still in the game. He wore Jordan fours in a Super Bowl. He's in the game, and he's a He's a beast. He's an absolute beast. All right, final hour on a Friday up next. Oh, baby. All sorts of fun, including a uh, mailbag edition of the program, and we're going to have some fun with the all-time HBO characters list as well. That is coming up. You'll see the Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Yeah. On 850 ESPN Cleveland. Have cereal, have cereal. Oh, yeah. Living her best life. Gotta what happened with Gotta get my bus. I see my friends. Kicking in the front seat. Kicking in the back seat. I remember you I played this like two summers ago and I'd never heard it until you played it. Probably haven't heard it it's since. Friday, no, I haven't. Friday, Friday. Get, get down on Friday. Everybody's when did this when did this song drop? Twenty eleven. It's eleven years old. It was actually Rebecca's like, it was her birthday this week, so I actually played it on ECT one day. Right, Beautiful. Let me see. Look at how many views this has on YouTube. And she was a question on Jeopardy the other night. I saw it. someone tweet at us. They were like, "Thank yes. God I listen to Browns Daily." I knew oh my God, it. she's twenty. She's only twenty-five. Yeah. She did this when she was fourteen. Yeah. Bait, Bootsy, take note. YouTube sensation right here. Don't give him any ideas. Let's go. In the front seat. I can't believe you know every word. Gotta make my mind up. Which seat can I take? It's Friday, Friday. Get down on Friday. But he's looking to do weekend, weekend. Party Friday, down on Friday. But he's looking forward to You know it. I, you can't argue. Weekend. You know it. Party and party and yeah. Party and party. Yeah, fun, 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 fun. <laughs> Looking forward to the weekend. How did you learn the words to this? Did you hear this right? Yesterday was Thursday. Hold on. Today is Friday. Listen, he's gonna break it all down for you. Okay. We what comes so after? We so excited. We so excited. Tomorrow is Saturday. Oh. And Sunday comes after words. I don't want Sunday this comes, oh. to Friday. Oh, why would it? Come on, we've got oh, a cameo. we got rapper. a remix. This drops in? Oh, yeah. Come on. Is this Mace? No. How many sure? views? How many views? I don't know. I didn't, was I looking for it? Yeah, look. I want you to tell me. What's your guess right now? Oh, probably. If you tell me this is a big deal, I would say like 200 million or something. Probably. Oh, uh, yeah. Easy. I'm saying easy on that. Hundred and sixty one million. There you go. Bootsy can be that person. In party. Yeah. By the way, uh, for perspective, yeah. maybe we're playing the wrong one. So Katy Perry has a song called 
last Friday night, which did 1.4 billion. That's Katy Perry. Well, I don't know. Isn't, this, isn't she in the realm? Katy Perry's no. like a megastar who has. But like isn't you presenting concerts. it as if this, this is a kid? Is. This is like a kid who just made this for fun with her like family, Electronic and then keyboard. somehow it went <laughs> and it yeah. went viral. Katy Perry sells out arenas. Well, I know, this but girl's I thought never like, done a concert. It's another She's, show about Friday. Another what? song about Friday. Is this the better Friday? Can we litigate Friday songs? I mean, you've heard it. It's obviously the best. Pretty, this would be like if Bootsy, you Katie like recorded Bootsy more like making last a song. Friday night. Last, yeah, that's what yeah, it said. Last, last Friday yeah, we're night. We're not to Friday night yet. Friday night's the best Friday. night of the week. Listen. Um, am I wrong, Perry Walter? Is am I a, wrong? No, you're tight. Like, this would be like if Arden made a music video. Like with her buddies and then For fun. It became... And it had like 160 million views. Like it got to a tenth of what a Katy Perry video got. Okay. But I was, fl- I was, fl- I haven't looked at like views on, on this. So I didn't know like what a big number would be, but like, this is it. This is what, this is it. That's it. She yeah. tried to do someone that was like, she did like a, I think a remix, like maybe last year and was like supposed to be more adult. And it was just like, no, nah, no, no. Let's they, just leave it. it. The question is, did she financially make enough to where that at age 14, she's good? I don't know. I think it was really hard for her Cause people were pretty mean to her about it. Why? She's 14. What are you going to do? People are mean. What do you people mean? Why? Suck. People yeah. are the worst. How could you be mean to her? Exactly. Um, she's a kid trying to make good. She has a reported net worth of five hundred thousand. So it didn't last. No. No. Oh, then I do. Feel, I mean, it's a catchy song. She should get some money for that. One hundred sixty-one million hits. I feel like there's got to be more money in. Like that. Those views are. How much money. money did Rebecca Black Friday make? Forbes estimates it was twenty grand. No, oh, that from can't YouTube's be. YouTube's revenue sharing program. 161 million. When did they estimate that? Like in 2012? Grand. Yeah, that can't be. That's got to be 161 million. That's worth a lot of money. It's got to be worth a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Estimated, and Billboard estimated iTunes sales of approximately 43,000 copies, roughly equivalent to 26,700 in royalties. Right, but we're talking about the YouTube views. There's a monetization when you're making, when you have that many views, you're making. You got to be making money. some good money, yeah, I would yeah. think. Um, I want to tell you about my friends at Rainier Home Exteriors. We're beautifying and protecting your home is their passion. You can upgrade the look of your home, create a high return on the investment, new siding with Renew Home Exteriors. This is high-quality stuff, my friends. I saw it just yesterday, uh, some of the stuff that they're putting on the side of homes, ranging in every architectural style, over 50 colors to choose from. You get $1,500 off and free insulation wrap, plus 0% interest for qualified buyers. In addition, Renew Home Exteriors will meet or beat competitors' estimates by up to 10% or pay you 100 bucks. They'll do it. They're the ones to take care of you on this front. Beautifying your home with premier siding and roofing products at lower prices with Renew Home Exteriors. Visit RenewEstimate.com for more on that front. What's the most viewed thing on YouTube? It's got to be some type of a music video, I would think. We feel like it, right? I don't know if you want to go down that rabbit hole. No, it's got to be safe. YouTube. It's YouTube. It's got to be safe. It's got to be got to be safe all right what do we got here we have this from barstool oh yes. hbo the guys at barstool i don't know who's involved with this um but it's june and so we're gonna th- we're gonna absolutely steal it quite frankly so they did an hbo character draft okay okay so that's right now it appeared they did it as a snake draft um and they drafted everybody from the eight from hbo shows over the course of of, of this draft so um, a couple of things jump out to me, like the idea that Lieutenant Dick Winters 
is on is on the same drafting plane as Kenny Powers. Captain winners, you, by the way. Well, he's captain, then he becomes lieutenant winners, and then I'm eventually saying, major winners. I just they just didn't clearly want to put his first name. That's why I was just laughing. Everybody else has their names. That was probably the first month of the show. Yeah. And at the, at the time, you guys thought maybe you had to hit a dump button, but I was paying homage to one of the great men in the history of our country. You were. Um, and one of the or great the series. Of that on YouTube. That oh, would have man. been fun. Incredible. That would have been fun. All right. So I would just tell you this, that based on these teams, to me, there is a clear and distinct winner by such a wide margin that I don't even know that it needs to be litigated by anything like team me, two has by a hundred miles by a billion miles it's really not even close they have i mean i think honestly their guy they pick at 22 is better than their pick at nine but the fact that they end up with larry david Tyrion lannister logan roy selena meyer and al swearing it's just a, it's just a, it's a murderer's murder. row it's a murdering you and could make an argument that those could be the top five picks you could make you well the only thing is not enough people probably saw veep and deadwood but I mean, Swearingen is an absolute Swearingen's an unbelievable force of nature. I mean, it's how about the fact that people are so upset about the ending of Game of Thrones? And I wouldn't have expected Jon Snow maybe to appear on this. No, Daenerys but the fact Targaryen. that Daenerys Targaryen did not get went undrafted is insane. <sighs> if it was done before the final season, she's in the first. She's on line one without question. She is a cosign and probably responsible for singularly responsible for the most cool moments you've seen, like five of the top 10 cool moments you've ever seen on television. Yep. She's responsible yep. for, and she's nowhere on this list. Yeah. Which is like the idea of the hound, like the hound was nothing. No, I mean, it's, it's not even like, come on. There's no way. By the, the way, hound would be on this. List. I think a huge miss that somebody should have absolutely been able to make the case for, unless it was clearly stated that they must be a human being is Drogon pretty dominant even if you it's amazing like all by himself he won the whole damn war that's right Didn't even need anybody even else. after his bros Two, got one bro got smite they, got, they were taken down did they both get taken down or just one of them didn't one get taken down one by got like taken the, down the by the frost, by a bow and arrow and one got taken up by the oh yeah the by the frost, frost dragon. dragon yeah so that was it or turned into the frost dragon yeah. i should yeah. say yeah Terrible scouting on that return home trip. Oh, my goodness. Terrible idea just for that plan. Dumb. The whole thing was just absurd. Dumb. Amazing, though, that Tyrion survives his blunders to still be a second-round pick. Why do you think people do not realize how incompetent he was? Because he was so good at the beginning. Because he was funny? Yeah, but like Daenerys deserves to have that. And I would argue... The idea that Johnny Drama's on this list and Daenerys Targaryen is, isn't, is, is crazy. nonsensical. Crazy. I, I'll tell you what, even though he was on a, a brief period of time to stick with the Thrones theme, like, call Drogo made quite an impression on me. Like I wouldn't, incredible I wouldn't, impression. I wouldn't mind having him on my squad. He made an incredible impression. Yeah. Like no I, question. I think he's better than, no doubt than, than Johnny drama. Yeah. Yeah. Team two. I looked at this and I just laughed. Like team two is so much better than any other team. It's not funny. Like to say that you want, and I, we love Stevie, we want to have a Stevie on our team, but the fact that like you would go into whatever this scenario is with Stevie Janowski as one of your like heavies is just crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. It's like this team crazy. starts up, you've got Dick Winters and then Arya Stark. He's a and real like, human. Like Dick Winters, Richard Winters yes. is a real human. Yes. Like one of the most distinguished. And you're like, okay, we're served. off to the races right here. Yeah. These two, that is, that's, no, a, we're got. that's a yeah. one, two. And then they just fall I don't, off. I don't know. 
Rue Bennett. I don't know Cassie Howard. I'm guessing they're from that the, that show that the kids watch. Yes, they are. Okay. Janowski so, and then Janowski Johnny Janowski and Johnny Drama. Like, honest to goodness. I mean, that show sucked. I mean, they got Ari, Ari Gold is 10. You could have had at the 25th pick, you could have ended up with Daenerys Targaryen and had like a pretty strong yes. trio. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, David Lannister, Roy Meyer, Swearingen, to get, pick up Swearingen in the fifth round is incredible. Now, let, let's... I don't know who Peacemaker is. It's Cena, obviously, that's but Cena. I don't know what that is. Yeah. People like that. People are enjoying Peacemaker, but okay. whatevs. So, if you and... By the I way, Russ Cole, not a great hang. Not no, true detective. dark. Not a great hang. Marty would have been far better to hang with. And he went in the third and round. And he went in the third round. Like, Soprano Ari Gold is a pretty good start. Marty, even their top three is pretty good. Ramsey Bolton? He's not a good character. In fact, he's completely one-dimensional. Totally. He's just evil incarnate. That's it. That's it. Nothing like, else at least, to it. honestly. I mean, honestly, Sansa Stark is far superior to Ramsey Bolton. She wins. Where's Cersei? Whoa. Where's Cersei on this list? No Daenerys. No Cersei Lannister. Cersei Lannister's a first-round pick. Absolutely. And Jamie is a pretty darn good pick. You know else yeah. is, who I wouldn't mind having on my team is Tywin Lannister. I realize Love he gets Tywin taken Lance. out by Tyrion, so but great. formidable. We'd, be, we'd have a, a bodyguarded bathroom for him. The two people that played the game the best were Tywin and Cersei. No doubt. They played the game the best. Yeah. They should have been. Cersei have not been being right in way. this. That's that's as outrageous. That's as outrageous as Daenerys. Stevie Janowski was drafted before Cersei Lannister or Daenerys Targaryen. Johnny Drama. Johnny Drama. <laughs> I mean, team two. Come on. Dominated this. And anybody who thinks otherwise is it, it, it makes me question your Sandy. It was dominant. So let How me is ask Leon you this. Black not on this list. If we're going to you're going to tell me Johnny Drama is better than Leon Black. Leon Leon Black? Are you serious? Johnny Dramas? Quite frankly, if you want somebody who's formidable, man. where's Susie Green? Susie Green, the funk, man? the funk Man? Come on. All right. What are we doing? All right. So if Are we doing this? You want to do this? Do you want to are you going to participate, Gibbe? I can. Do you know uh, do you feel comfortable with the material? I know enough. All right. I, I've watched enough HBO shows. I can work my way through this. It will not look like your list by any stretch. Okay. I mean, I think it would be more fun, even instead of, like, drafting it out together, like, what would your, like, give me your starting five, like, your best five possible? Well, the first name I write down is Tony Soprano. Yep. Because when I think of HBO, it's Tony Soprano is first uh -huh. on that list. So I would have Tony Soprano, one. Um, LD would absolutely be on my – would be number two on my list. Um, I I – tend to think that Deadwood season one's the best thing HBO's ever done. So I would have Al Swearingen on my list. He would be on my five okay. for sure. Um, then it gets really hard. I would probably have – Cersei would be – I don't know how you can't. I, mean, I agree with you. Cersei or Daenerys, one of them. But honestly, Cersei's – it's so conniving. Such an incredible character. I love Logan Roy too. There's a lot of good ones on here. Selena Meyer's good. Um, Kenny Powers is pretty good, but again, it's kind of one note. The Wire is probably the best show they ever did, start to finish. They have Omar on this list at seven. They have Stringer, twenty three. He's pretty good. I mean, they're they're pretty good. Omar. But, so mine is Larry, right. Tony, yeah, Swearingen, Omar, Cersei, Omar, Cersei. 
Yeah. Ari Gold is similar to Kenny Powers in that I love him and I would want him on my team, but he is very one note. Yeah. Very one note. Ro Logan Roy is in the mix there, and as I enjoy succession, maybe he would rise up, but I, I considered Arya. I considered Arya, but she also had like. If I just had to pick one from Thrones, it's Cersei. Cersei. She's the correct answer correct. from Thrones. That's right. Um, yeah. And Al and LD and Tony. Um, and those are it's hard for me on the guys from Band of Brothers because they're real people. Yeah, so I, I don't it's really, not a show. Yeah, I don't, I don't consider them as, as By the that. way, if you're getting into, like, if Johnny Drummond, like, the fact that the second person that you would pick from the world of Kenny Powers is Stevie Janowski over... Ashley Schaefer. Ashley Schaefer is, is bonkers to me. <laughs> Pretty crazy. No, that's crazy. It's a crazy list. It's an absolutely crazy list. Um, yeah, I don't have a problem with your Omar call. I think I, I think very possibly that we could very easily have. You're picking from the same stuff. It's all – it's those guys for sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Who do you got, Gibby? Who are your five? Tony. Larry. This is strictly for my entertainment purposes. Uh, Al, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm swearing to you. Oh, nice. Boy. By the way, Larry Sanders and, and Arliss might not be bad. Arliss might not be a bad addition to the squad. I feel like Larry Sanders is going to hold up a little better than Arliss. I feel like that he was that was a pretty remarkable yeah, show. I, I was looking Larry up other Sanders. names. I, I, Larry Sanders John was Snow, a remarkable Larry show. Sanders, was. Yeah. I haven't seen Chase. it forever. No, Leon Black. Vinny Chase. How about Funkman or Leon? Which one do you prefer? That's like Whoa. choosing a child. Don't yeah, Whoa. don't ask me to do that. Yeah, I Le think you should. It's Friday. I You're would go with the Funkman. I just yeah. loved him. He was I, unbelievable. I loved the Funkman. I did too. I know it. And Leon's great too. Logan Roy is really climbing my list though, and that might be some recency bias. He's definitely so in the formidable. So great. Smacks those spoiled kids around. I mean, that's pretty great. Selena Meyer. I don't know if enough people watched Veep, but she and she was unbelievable in Veep. Like the crazy thing is that this team and she is unbelievable. But you could have swapped Tyrion out for Cersei, yes, or Selena out for Cersei, yes. Or you could even had Tyrion, Daenerys, and Cersei's, and had David, Cersei, Logan Roy, Daenerys Targaryen, now Swearingen. Like I mean, that oh, is done. Just, it's unimpeachable already, but it yeah. could have been better. Like looking back, there was potential for it to even be better. I'm taking Al out of my top five. Sad. Sad. Yeah. Tony, Larry. Okay. Just for my pure entertainment purposes. I think that's all I, any I love of this Kenny. is giving. I love Ari Gold. Kenny and, Powers is and Dick Winters. He was. That was strong. Selena and Al are runner-ups. Kenny, I feel like could just blow up the whole thing with his idiocy and and lack of self-awareness. And I love it. And. Like my team is no like, who was the guy who said this week? Who was Gronk was the best parts of, he was the personification of the best parts of Kenny Powers. But there <laughs> weren't that, that many. Thing. No, they're right. Limited. limited Very amount. limited amount. The crazy thing about this is like Richard Winters is an actual dude and yeah. did all that stuff. Like he's actually, actually one of those guys. I can't, when I, even to this day, um, if, if I put on HBO and they go, that, that thing starts, the first thing that comes into my mind is woke up this morning. Like, it's the Sopranos theme. It's the first thing I think yep. of is Tony and the Sopranos and all of that. Um, all right. It is a mailbag edition of the program. Get your questions into I think Gibby. we might as well just do it next. You want to do it next? Yeah, you want to stack? Your world, stack brother. Let's it's do a it. Friday. Let's live let's, our let's best life. Uh, get your questions into Gibby. Hashtag AskCBD. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. <laughs>
Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Are your business operations suffering from internal communication breakdowns? Bo here for my friends at EOX Vantage. Data scientists, also business ops experts. Your EOX Vantage team helps you build a streamlined communication system. It brings together your email, your chat, your intranet announcements, your CRM. It's one clear flow for you. Your people, including those who work remotely, gain a centralized hub that encourages collaboration. No more disconnected communication methods that leave team members out of the loop or not on the same page. In fact, you get real everyday business problems solved, and you can do it with EOX Vantage. See how other business owners are getting everyone on the same page by visiting EOX Vantage. Com. Gibby, did you see Rome on I HBO? I did. Tremendous. I bought it for my father then, too. Yeah. Atia of the Julii, Titus Polo. Yeah. Strong. Good pull. I got to watch that after. Just uh, two seasons. Was the, yeah, at the time, sales. the most expensive thing they'd ever produced. It's like $100 million a season. Stunning. And, and season two, not anywhere close to as good as season one. Season two was I, good. It's really but, good. I think it was, it's one of those ones where, like, it was one of those shows where if they would have known how long they could have run it for, they would have done it differently. Spread it out. They would have because it, you know, it's, but it holds up. I watched it. I, there are a couple of these things I rewatched. Like Amy had never seen The Sopranos. We rewatched that during the pandemic. And then at the beginning, and then this one too, she hadn't seen in real time. So I rewatched my, it. With my her. father likes certain TV shows, but he was a huge fan. And when that thing got canceled after two seasons, he was just. Yeah, devastating. <laughs> I think they knew it though because they that second season they fast track a lot of stuff yeah. because it, I think it was just too expensive uh, to continue to do that to continue to do it at that level. Uh, a lot of bad advice about gambling from secret methods to picking lottery numbers to betting big when you're on a roll. The miss can lose you money and get you in a lot of trouble. So before you wager, find out what's real and what isn't at KeepItFunOhio.com. Time for a little mailbag giveaway on a Friday. I think oh, so, baby. I think Zagura's already out the door. No way, it's dude. Hurtful. I've been great. 100%. I don't know. I feel like it's starting to waver a little bit. Starting it, to, to be fair, it's the last half hour. It's 2.30. Waver? I just was turning a yeoman's performance. And, and really, like, seven a or eight minutes effort. of this is commercial breaks. So and really the character's draft of the HBO was great. I was all over the tight ends. <laughs> Jimmy Graham, first team all pro, five-time pro bowler. High yeah, ceiling. You were, High peak. Yeah. Noted. It's all right. Starting to fade. Why are you always coming in? What if starting to fade? We just count out of a seven-minute break. Like, what could I have? I, I faded in just break. Remember, I faded when we, we weren't on the air. We got when we're done. Not if you, not if you treat me like this. Not if you treat me like this. I'll leave you high and dry. Leave me high and dry. I'll show up at your place and with a recorder. You're gonna. We'll, you're we'll, coming we'll to Michigan. All right. That would be amazing if he hunted you down like a great. You didn't, uh, West Coast you didn't finish Michigan. this. I could so do we're it. We're finish this right here. Yeah, a little recorder. I just I could sit on the beach and do it. Hello? Welcome into a special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. That's right. Nathan's Gurren, Bo Bishop. Coming up on today's show, you're gonna hear from the Hoff Joe Thomas. <laughs> All right, that was the Hoff Joe Thomas. Coming up next on this special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily, we're gonna hear from Gibbay. They'll hear it next week. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. yeah, or two weeks, two weeks. Yeah. See, I just did it right there. Were you rolling <laughs> from Gibby? And you say I'm slacking. I'm like doing two things at once. Listen to you. <laughs> All right, mailbag time at Browns underscore Daily using the hashtag Ask CBD. Oh baby, you too can get your question answered here in the next twenty minutes. Dave Brown. The Aussie Cleveland Browns correspondent, as he's known. Oh. How old is too old to be wearing Converse high-top chucks? 
Original black on white. I'm 39 and getting the look from my wife. No, I would not tell the wife fact, put that look away. And, yeah, that's fine. No, I'm not a big high top guy. Um, my my kids, there's a uh, oh, what's that? The, the the one? Well, we won't tell the name. There was a shoe that you just got that my kid wears, like a high top version of that, yeah. like a Nike shoe. Yep. Um, that is really cool. But I I'm not much of a high top guy. But I who am I to judge? And I Chucks have are always in. Chucks on right now. Chucks I got are, the battleship gray with a white. Chucks have never not been in ever. They'll no. always be in. And in fact, I know. We have people in our building who are well up the ladder who wear chucks. There's no nothing wrong with chucks. Agreed. I thought he was going to ask about how old do you have to stop wearing jerseys out in public. Oh, yeah. So, again, you know my stance on it. Basketball jerseys are fine at a pool, at a beach. Although I've run into a problem, and I would like to – You were wearing one the other day going for a walk on Father's Day. I was on purpose, and I'll tell you why the purpose. Well, we did go to the pool later that day, but – so, I don't know if it's because, you know, it's the first time we've had OTAs in a mini camp in a while, and I was out there every day. You know, we the golf season has been short, so it can be that. But I have, like, a ridiculous golfer's tan. Oh. So, I am, I mean, yeah. fully. Oh, sure. I am fully two-toned I got in the arm, and so I'm trying to balance it out a little bit. Balance it. No, because it's, it's been this way. For some reason, it's been this way the entire – once I got tan on my arms, face, back of my neck, and just this right here, and then all of a sudden, nothing. It's it's crazy. So I've been trying to wear sleeveless to at least or even out catch my arms. Up. Or to catch up because I figure there's only so tan this part of my body can get. Yeah, like at some point it doesn't continue right. forever. But I'm like, ombre, I, I, it, it, I mean, that is a stark difference of for being right next to each other. So I'm trying to get that out. So that's why I was going with, in the name of the, the tan evening, I was trying to wear more jerseys than normal or a sleeveless T-shirt because I got to do something. My way to combat that is I wear long sleeves always in the playing golf. Like breathable Long no sleeve. No, no, I don't want to do what? that. It would just get ugly. No, you wouldn't. It would be actually be cooler than wearing a short sleeve polo if you have the right fabric. I'm telling All you, right. trick I picked up in the South, but you got to have the right no fabric. No doubt. Otherwise, it's a disaster. But if you have the right fabric, fabric it's actually Are you talking cooler. dry fit? No, 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 no. I'm it's... talking about a nature fabric, like a nice bamboo. All that thing's going to do is breathe. Every little bamboo, bre- totally. every little breath of air that comes across is going to work as an air conditioner for you. You get a little SPF in that thing. Yep. Never turn back. Yep. That's no right. Way. I can't do it. It'd be, you would be cooler than what you're wearing right now. Uh, true story. It, it totally Hard to wrap possible. your head around, but it's true. Uh, Peepaw's question of the week. <laughs> Is a round brisket from a brown spotted just as or more tender than filet from a black Angus? <laughs> There's no doubt that brown spotted is the elite. The elite. It's elite. It's now, elite. you're going to have to – that brisket, it's very different than a filet, obviously. A lot more fats. So you're going to slow cook it, smoke it. You can sous vide it for 24 hours at whatever you want. But, oh, baby, I've never heard anybody complain about a brown spotted. No, it's fine, the best. Fine As meat. you would know from your time growing up on the Ponderosa – uh, that's all anybody wanted, the coveted brown spotted. I will. This will be, you know, potentially like a Stephen A. hot take, probably too hot. Not a big brisket guy. It's got a, I, I do like it, but it's not like if you were to rank things that I enjoy eating from yeah. the brown spotted, it's 
it's lower on the cut list, like significantly so. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's yeah. a lot I, of work. It's good, but it's, uh, you know, like if I'm going to eat beef, there's several oh. things that I would prefer over it. Yes, agreed. And I know some people love it. It's just not for I me. don't have a problem with that. Okay. This guy's name is great. Eddie Hackathorn at mm. Rather Be Golfing. Yep, smart. Well Same. It's pretty yeah. good. Was it Hackathon? The, no, Hackathorn. Huh? He's got a, an R the in there. spork is like that bowl that's not very deep but wide that is almost a plate-like but has that bit of depth, perfect for a casserole or pasta. I think you use okay. the spork on anything. I do like a plate like that. I, I like a plate that's got a little bit of depth to it. You can drop it in. That way I, the juices can flow. That's where you want to be. You I, don't want to be in a all That way, and if you have something that you want to keep out of the juices, you just elevate it up to the porch. It's a shallow bowl. Yeah, that's what you want. That's a, that's the right type of plating that he's working with right there. Uh, Ethan Rubo has two questions for us. You can tweet your questions to at Browns underscore daily using the hashtag AskCBD. Uh, Actually, a football question is a girl for you. Okay. I feel like I haven't heard much about Michael Woods II. Seeing as we can't keep five running backs in addition to six wide receivers, especially since we might need to carry three QBs, I see Woods battling Felton for the sixth wide receiver spot. Who do you give the way too early advantage to? I don't know if I want to do that, but I don't want to compare those yeah. two, but I'll tell you, you know, Felton has been working with the receivers and getting some reps out of the slot. Woods is, is an outside receiver. Uh, he's a guy out of Oklahoma that when you watch his tape, and we'll have a Browns breakdown, by the way, the first one dropped ah, yesterday with nice. me and Coach Howard and MJ Emerson, uh, and people have really been enjoying it. I've actually had a lot of people bring that up, so check that out on the Browns YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Browns, but we'll have one on Mike Woods as well, and uh, with Chad O'Shea. So he's a guy that, remember, he didn't participate in the OTAs. His first participation came in uh, the mini camp. So you didn't get to see much of him, but I, I think that he has made a rapid ascent on Chad O'Shea's power rankings in the sense of he didn't know what really, you know, where he was going to be at. And he's been very pleased with him. A long strider, changes direction very naturally, knows how he catches the ball well away from his body, uses his hands. Uh, and somebody that I think has. He's been a pleasant surprise, put that way. Draft guy in the sixth round, yeah. you don't know. Now, Donovan Peoples-Jones has worked out, but again, he was the number one wide receiver recruit in the country. Mike Woods does not necessarily have that pedigree behind him, but has been very impressive. His ability to get quickly on defenders and make breaks and create separation and then catch the ball has been something that is, has caught the, the eyes of, of the people here. Now we'll see how it goes forward with him uh, in camp and when the pads come on. Uh one other question from Ethan here on this Friday. You guys talk a lot about golf. Have you ever played disc golf? If not, would you ever try? Yeah. I used to play it all the time in college. Um, lots of fun. What we would do with, uh, we used to call it Falf, which I don't know if people don't like that or not, but that's what it was what we thought was, was Falf. Yeah, Costanza went Falf. Yeah. We went Falf. Um, and uh, and we would do, there was a, there's a course, if you Google it, there's a, uh, a disc golf course called the Diamond X outside of Billings, Montana, which had these incredible elevation changes. And you basically would play along the rim of a mountain, and then you would tee off. Like, there was one tee shot where it felt like it was like 200 feet off that you would throw the, the Frisbee and you have to wow. climb down the mountain. Um, also, it was awesome. But uh, we would run in between holes. Like, I've seen people do it. The, like, it was very – we were more like – we would run in between Speed holes. Speed fault. Yeah, we would run to the disc in between holes – and play that way. I've never played it. 
Oh, I enjoy throwing a frisbee, yeah. but I'd, I'd rather play golf. I am one of the worst frisbee tossers maybe mankind has ever seen. That surprises me. Yeah, awful. Awful, awful, awful. I like to do it. I really suck at it. I wasn't one of those guys, I mean, you know, like here. It. That's. Oh, wow. Incredible. Yeah. It's beautiful. Stunning. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's, I wasn't that was one it. of those guys, though, that, you know, like in college, and I don't know if you had it at your school or you at Gibbe, like at Emory, there were guys who would just stand out on the, the field and, like, throw the Frisbee around all day. Arbitrary weight. No. Like, and they could, like, flip no. it like this and like mm -hmm. this and throw no. their legs and all that Sa stuff. Felt the same way about the hacky sack people. Yeah. Okay. Go, right. go do something. Great. Like, if I was going to be outside, let's go play hoops. Let's go pick up. Play some pickup. Throw, throw, throw the football around. Throw the football around. Let's play a little seven game. On seven. I was, I'm not, I was never good at any sport where you just arbitrarily did it. Like, I always wanted to find something you competed at. Yeah. Like, if I was going to shoot hoops, like, let's go play 21. Let's go. I didn't want to just shoot around. Totally. Right. Let's play. Let's go play. Let's co compete. Do something. Uh, Joseph Patton tweets at the show an interesting question if the browns were to do a special helmet design for one for a one-off game how would nathan zagura and bo bishop design that helmet white helmet gray face mask same throw, stripe i you want to do the brownie right how about we'll compromise we'll put them on one side no we can't do that do that no, no. can't do that no let's put them on both sides brownie that's what i would you want would you would want brown, brownie on the sides i wouldn't i would just go white gray face mask and stripe that's it I'm fine if we took like those the sweet 46 uniform the 75th anniversary one and some, and made like a brownie patch, but I want like with the white lid I want brownie somewhere in the mix. Yeah, are you fine I, with that? My compromise with you was to put him like the Colts one time did like the sh horseshoes on the back yep. of their helmets. Yeah, that would be I could talk myself into that. Which brownie though? Like the one where he's standing there, the one where he's running. I like the one where he's running, running. with the ball, like more running. than the standing one. Hold on, what if I'm gonna come? Hold on, let me see if I can come up with a crazy idea real quick here. Uh, I think a white Browns helmet would be amazing. By so the way. nice. I think yeah. it'll look amazing. I mean, so our colors. I mean, it's the Texas scheme. Yep. You know, like that. That all white look. I'd want to. I'd ask them to also make me one with a white face mask, so I could actually see it in, see it how it looks. Because especially if you want to go with just a white helmet and just like a brown and orange stripe, the all white might be pretty nice. It might. Yeah, it might be. I just th thought I would Google like if anybody's done any white helmet concepts. And of course, there are some out there. Um, none quite the way we described it. Uh, Jed T. Fish. <laughs> I mean, the white face mask would look like the Texas helmet, which is awesome. Yeah. He tweets at the show, how on earth did Marty from Ozark not make either of your lists? It's not on HBO. It's on Netflix. Mm. Talking apples and tacos. Come on, bum, man. Bum, 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 bum. Gibbe, you should vet that. Eh. You should have had that. I mean, that's the, the Texas one's very strong with the white on white. Right. White mask. But don't you think, like, brownie kind of looks like that longhorn? Like, don't you think it looked kind of nice? If it's the brownie with – I like the one where he's doing the stiff yes, arm. Fine. That's the guy I like. Fine. I like that one. Fine. Sold. Steph Heineman, what's your favorite mascot inside slash outside of Cleveland? Yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, that dude. Yes. I like him more that than guy. this guy. This Same. is the guy I like. That I like guy. like that guy right there. Yes. The stiff arm brownie On guy. the helmet. Like How money would that look? Best mascot outside of Cleveland. Is inside or outside? Well, I are like we going to go? right here. If it's live, then Bebo. I mean, it's a Texas Longhorn. And I've been in the presence of him. He's a stunning creature. I would also say that Ugga. 
is incredible. That's a the bulldog, bulldog from Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Yeah. Sitting there on the bag of ice and having his best life. Tremendous. I like Swagger a lot. It's a good SJ. dude. Sj, Swagger Junior. Uh, Can we just call him Junior? Are you talking like from like a logo perspective or like an actual mascot? I don't know. She just says, "What's your favorite mascot, inside or outside of Cleveland?" I don't like a lot of the cartoony ones. No, no. I really enjoyed back in the day the Phoenix Suns gorilla. That guy was unbelievable. He was great. Great. <laughs> unbelievable. He's a great dunker. He was. He was awesome. Do you think he was inspired by trading places? Had to be. Had to be, right? Yeah. Meshling time. Bobby. Three questions. Bobby! Hey, Bobby! Hey, Bobby! Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Macho Man. JYD. <sighs> Probably the, the first name that comes to mind for me was Mr. Perfect. I loved him. I yeah. loved the vignettes. Yeah. I loved the perfect. He was a Lex. heel, though, so you even could wrap your head around liking a heel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I love loved Rude. Yeah. I was a Mach man. I loved Mach. I loved him. I just loved him. Mach I thought he was on my Mount Rushmore. just incredible. I was yeah. never a Hogan guy. Never. I liked Hogan, but like I wasn't, <laughs> I didn't lo- like, I didn't love, I was rooting for Mach at, at WrestleMania 5. If you could shop free in one store, which one would you choose? If I could do what? Say that again, please. If you could shop free in one store, which store would you choose? I would say that Bobby probably uh, pays attention to my other job because this feels similar. You oh. asked that question? My answer for the rest of my life? One store the rest of your life? I think it, so what I. Heinen's. Sold food forever. Food? Wine? No, no, no. I, I, think, I think, think he's if, looking if for clothing. Was, yeah. There I think was he's a looking place for clothing. You could go free. I mean, this, the one that would save me the most money just because I exclusively wear their pants would be Lulu. Would save me for the most sure, money but like, you want to, you, you, you got, like, I've got enough one for every day of the week. Like, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, do you need? I'm, yeah, I'm sold. they last a long, long I time. I would say I would probably go and try to circumvent it and somehow finagle my way into Dick's Sporting Goods because I can get golf stuff. I can get workout stuff. I can probably get something that's a new Lululemon knockoff. Yeah. I can pick up some golf clubs, by the way, and golf balls yeah. while I'm at it. But I'm going that back to food. That would save me a lot of money on the oh kids, too. Oh, my God. Too, Both of those Dix places would, would yeah. be huge. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Heinen's would be. I'll take one. You take the other. And we'll share. Ah. Big, look at the big brains on the big Like bees. my buddy Albie. One day we were at a, we were in a, our apartment at, in college. And uh, I had gotten Chinese food. He had gotten pizza. And he looked at me in a very profound way. And he said, let's go international, Nate. What do you say? <laughs> Let's go. He, we had an LB quote board for a while. That was that's a that good was one on there. I mean, you again. We were in college. We found that to be extra funny <laughs> at the time. All right, one minute left. Ryan says no. If there was going to be an all CBD remake of the Breakfast Club, which character would each of you be cast as? I'd be the principal. I don't know who I would be. You wouldn't be any of them. They all suck. Yeah. Yeah. Of the John Hughes movies, that's down my list. I was not. I, it never, that was down my list. It takes yeah. a serious turn. Like it, dark. It's too dark, too man. Dark. You don't. You can't do that. You can't give was me that, like, John Hughes. Who was the athlete Do better guy. than that. Wasn't there one of the guys that was an athlete? Estevez. Guy? Yeah, so I guess that's who I'd have to be. He was a wrestler, though. You're not a wrestler. Estevez. I'm a pro. I'm associated with pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah, was Emilio Estevez. I'd be Emilio, yeah. That was the peak of his powers. He went I'm right not, into that, from that into Young Guns. I'm not going to be. What's the, Who would play the, the, the very brooding guy? I can't remember. I can't remember. And then Anthony Michael Hall. I'm definitely not. Molly Ringwald. Nope. And who yeah. was the other guy? I'm the principal. I'm, the principal. I'm fine being the principal. I could see that. What was the name of the guy? Got who my did eye he, on you, Bootsy. Who played that guy? 
Why can't I think of his uh, name? He was in all those. I can't remember him. He was in all that stuff at that time, and I don't know what happened to him. We'll get it at the other side of this quick timeout. So much more to come. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Browns ba- breakdowns are back. Log on to YouTube.com yeah. slash Browns. Watch Z break down every new Browns rookie with their position coach. These are really cool. Check out Z and Jeff Howard breaking down MJ Emerson. Have a good vacay, brother. Oh, it's going to be great. By the way, for all the Montana haters out there, 23 starts in the playoffs, nine games with three or more passing touchdowns. Brady, 47, only 13. Wham, wham, Joe's the GOAT. Later. Also, Jeff George, greater than both. And greater than Colt McCoy. I saw some tweet about it. Oh, Give me sad. A break. We can't have that. Give me a break. This isn't sad. Go ahead. Do the honors. The next level's next. The next level's next. I'll see you in July. <laughs> 50 is being Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.